Hello and welcome to Developing the Leader Within Podcast, an award-winning podcast where I interview the top players in the leadership arena and we dissect leadership, management, and career development from all angles. My name is Enrique Acosta-Gonzalez and I use my more than 20 years of experience in leadership development to dig deep into complex issues and bring you the answers you were looking for. If a topic resonates with you and you would like to explore how to overcome it, reach out to me at calendly.com backslash triad leadership solutions to discuss ways to succeed. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within Podcast. I'm Marika, your host. Today, I am blessed to have somebody I met back in March 2020. It's been two years, and it's been so nice to see him progress since then. He was already doing good now, folks. But today, I have Ronald Richards with me that has 20-plus years of experience as a successful serial entrepreneur and sales leader. He is not a coach, and I loved when I saw that. He is not a coach. He is the partner in business. He always wished he had early on in his entrepreneurial journey. Right now, thank you for being with me today on the show. Hey, Enrique, thank you so much for, for the invitation, man. I was looking forward to it. I'm ready to rock. I'm feeling some kind of way. We talked about this in the pre-show. <laughs> Listen, I'm number 99 I'm, I don't, I'm not feeling that special now. Now, if you would have made me number 100, oh. then, they, okay, then, then I, I might feel, feel a little special, but nonetheless, I'm, I'm here to bring the heat and, and to serve your audience, man. So thank you for your platform. I'm, I, I appreciate it. And uh, just happy to share my story. Well, let me, let me put it into context for those of you listening. You don't get to space without the rocket booster. So I don't get to 100 without 99, and that's just it. You're pushing me there, and so I appreciate it. Folks, uh, we're going to be talking about leadership and entrepreneurship. Uh, but before we get into that, Ronald, just tell me a little bit about your journey into our entrepreneurship, because we know we just don't get born and raised and boom and hit it. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you're right. Most people don't. My journey and, and, and my story is a bit different because what you just what you just said, we don't just get born and raised and just hit it. Um, I did. <laughs> so so it's it's a bit it's 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 not the normal, um, you know, so so I come from an entrepreneurial background, a, an entrepreneurial household. Um, you know, I often say that my my parents bred me for this, which is a lot. It's a lot different than most folks. My, my path, again, is not your typical path. Um, you know, when I was a kid, my parents always had businesses. Uh, I was always very much involved in those businesses. My father made sure that I was very much involved in those businesses at a very young age. I, I was doing things that kids don't usually do. Um, and, you know, I think in his, it was, it was his vision that that I would, I guess, accomplish some of the things that, that, that he wanted to, right? And um, and and it, it was always about business. So you know, I wasn't a kid that had, I didn't have toys, <laughs> I didn't have very many toys and things like that. But I had skills. Uh, you know, I I I was I learned how to how to balance checkbooks and do inventory and and uh, and and um, 
things i'll give you one of these one of these these examples from my my youth uh going to the courthouse and processing papers for evictions and things of that nature. My parents were in a lot of, they had a lot of different business interests. So again, it was my father's focus and goal that, you know, I was involved in, in everything. Uh, and so, you know, I wear these shirts and people think that it's for those of you that are listening, I don't know if you're listening audience will be able to see this, but you know, your audience that watches the video will see, I wear these shirts that say I'm a businessman. And, um, while that was that's a term that was popularized by Jay-Z and, and, and Kanye, uh, it actually goes back way further for me. Uh, and, and way before they ever said those lyrics, when I was eight years old, that's what I proclaimed to the world was that I wanted to be a businessman. I didn't know exactly what that was at the time. Um, I just knew that's, that's who I wanted to be. And I'll, I'll give you that story real, real briefly. So, you know, we were at a, I was at a community center in, in my town and uh, a, a local basketball star came to the community center like they always do, right? Go and do some community outreach, show the kids how to shoot a jump shot, those sorts of things. And he sat all the kids around. He sat all the kids down. We're sitting on the bleachers and he says, hey, kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's, I, I tell you, this is like, it's like some ABC after school special, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> or an 80s movie <laughs> he sits everyone down and says what do, you, what do y'all want to be when you grow up and every kid says what they want to say and you know and the one that always sticks out to me was the kid that said he wanted to be a garbage man I, I don't want to knock it but I always stuck out to me the world needs garbage mans by the way a garbage man and that will that job will never go away so so if that is your ambition go ahead too but I, I, I will never forget that kid uh, but anyway, he got to me and he said, hey, you know, what do you want to be? And I said, a businessman. And you know what? That's exactly what I've done with my life. I've always been focused on entrepreneurship, always been focused on business, always had ideas and, and the courage to try and, and fail, <laughs> right? Because there's a lot of failure in entrepreneurship. You got to be prepared for that. You got to accept that. And you got to run to that, which is strange for me because I am a, I'm, I'm a person that's, that's risk averse. Um, my cousins, when I was a kid, they'd always call me a scaredy cat. Yeah. I'm that kid. I didn't, I didn't want to, I'm scared of heights. I'm scared of water, but I am not afraid of business. And I never have been, I've never been afraid of the risk. I've never been afraid of failing and understood that, you know, that, that was going to be my path to success. And I think that goes back again to my childhood and watching my parents do what they did and watching them try different businesses, watching businesses fail and they kept it moving and then did something else. Right. So I learned through the process, through their process. And so it's just been part of my DNA. So yeah, my path is a little bit different. It's, it's not the, the same as most. And I'm, and I'm very open in that when I'm talking to folks, when I'm educating folks, when I'm consulting folks, when I'm mentoring folks, um, where my background comes from and that, you know, my, my path is probably not the same as theirs. And this path isn't necessarily for everyone. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm a massive advocate for going into things wide open. You know, I've got a good friend, Randy Reamersmith, who has this term. He says, run to the truth until he articulated that to me. Uh, I, you know, it's something I, I, I never really put it into words, but that's something that I've always done is run to the truth, meaning that 
you accept your circumstances, you accept your situ your situation, and, and you either and you make informed decisions based upon that. So going back to the entrepreneurship, like you got to run to the truth about who you are, about what you're about, about what it is that you're going to do, and what your ambitions are. And and once you really are accepting the truth, you can make a decision of, hey, look, this is for me, or this this isn't for me. I, I love that story. Number one, uh, you know, kudos to your parents for investing in you early. Um, it reminds me of my wife, you know, she's raising millionaires, although we're not millionaires, she's raising millionaires because she's getting them into a financial mindset, even as, as children to have a process of, by which money comes in, but it gets divided, you know, and, and, yeah. and this money don't get touched. This money you can play with. This money's for investment. So, you know, we're doing that. And so, you know, good on your parents to do that. And for those that are not watching and are listening, the shirt, it says, I'm a business comma, right? That's, that's almost like you can put a period behind that. Uh, but, and then it says, man. So when you read the shirt, it gives you a whole different perspective yeah. to what you want to be or who you are. And, and I love how you said, you know, run to truth. I'm, uh, I'm often saying, you know, don't run to facts, you know, facts are what it is, but truth is different. Truth is facts with a bridge over to something else. And so I love the way you said that, you know, run to truth. Um, because, you know, they are facts. The fact is, I'm not a millionaire today, but the truth is, I'm on my way. And so mm -hmm. watch out, right? So watch out. Uh, so I love that. You know, you, you, you mentioned uh, these things, that uh, these leadership qualities that basically your parents taught you and got you into. I love that courthouse scenario because... What kids are running around the courthouse, you know, you know, making sure paperwork is in there. Right. Uh, but why is leadership ability necessary for those thinking about entrepreneurship? Wow. Um, it, it, it goes hand in hand, man. Uh, here's the thing. As we dive into leadership, I, I kind of want to I want to steer this in in a direction I think that is important for anyone. Um, whether it's entrepreneur, you know, leadership and entrepreneurship or in, in, in your house and, <laughs> you know, business and beyond, you know, uh, uh, entrepreneurship largely comes down to communication and the ability to com communicate and to, to inspire, right. Through communication and, and to properly articulate yourself. And, and, you know, as I look at where I see a lot of people fail in entrepreneurship, um, you know, and that leadership component of it is they just, they can't, they don't communicate well. They're not open. They're not, um, they don't inspire people to follow them. And, you know, if, if we break that down and, and really think about like what, what that means to me, a lot of times that means just often being your authentic self. And people think the leadership is, is about, portraying a, a, an image right when we think leaders leadership we think great leaders in history maybe general general Patton, right you're 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 a military guy and when we see stoic and we see strong and we see listen one of the most underrated uh, ability or not abilities one of the most abil or underrated 
um, traits in a, in a great leader is consistency and vulnerability. Those two right there, being consistent in what you do. So people don't like surprises. Like I've led a lot of people. I've hired a whole lot of people. I've had a lot of people work for me. And you know, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm a pretty damn good leader. And there are legions of people out there that would vouch for that. And part of that comes down to the fact that I'm consistent, boring, in fact, with my consistency, <laughs> right? They know what to expect. If they do something good, they know what to expect. If they do something bad, they know what to expect. I'm consistent in that. And then you, you sprinkle in some vulnerability. And that's something that people are afraid of. They're afraid to be vulnerable. Now, I'm not saying that. When I say vulnerable, I'm not saying that you come to the people that you're leading and share all of your, your, um, your baggage. No, you don't sell, share your baggage with them, but you do let them know that you're human. You do let them know that you can empathize you know, with, 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 what they're, with, with what they're going through. So this notion of having this this stoic presentation um, and um, unflappable leader, uh, I'd push back on that a bit. You know, I'd say you lean into who you are, be sincere, be authentic. What, whoever, if you are someone that's a bit stoic, be stoic. That's you, because that's going to connect with people. If you're someone, if you're someone that's a little more emotional, lean into that. Go ahead and be a little more emotional at times, because again, that is. That's your, that's your authentic self. And at the end of the day, people follow people that are authentic. And, you know, I've always liked to, like to say that I build, whether it's for my businesses or whether it's for our brand um, and our community, I build soldiers, man. I, I don't want casual, I don't want casual fans. I don't want casual people and people that are entertained by me. I want people that are advocates and to create advocates it takes leadership and that this type of leadership, you got to be consistent. You got to show up and you got to, you have to be a little vulnerable. You got to be authentic. Well, I truly believe that wholeheartedly. I, I remember a time where, you know, a, a service mem member was late, right? Late to late to watch or late to a meeting or, and I remember telling him, you know, why, why were you late? You know, and he came, and I said, you know what, that's, that's reasonable. You know, so what I'm telling you is that I've also been late. <laughs> I've missed a lot of things. Um, so what we're going to work on is how not to do this, you know, again. So there was a communication area that needed to be addressed, you know, and so that was it. Uh, and, but it, it put that, that sailor at ease to see their senior enlisted not only claim to have been late, but also empathize and, and give them a way across. How do yeah. I get to the next success level? Uh, you know, don't, don't beat me down where I am at. I already know <laughs> I was late. How do I get to success? And so that's always things that leaders should be looking out for in corrective measures. But let me tell everybody that, that's listening, um, March 7th, 2020, PodFest Orlando. And I already had been connected with Ronnell on LinkedIn. But when he said he was going to be in Orlando, guess, guess who showed up 
<laughs> I wrote him. I said, brother, I live in Orlando. So when can we meet? And he set a time. It was in the morning, right before all the, all the things scheduled because he was meeting. And I remember right after me was another person he was, he was talking to. And right before me was another, you know. So, um, but the reason why I got up that, that morning, and I wasn't really going to go to PodFest. You know, this is right in the incept of this actual podcast, folks. I wasn't going to PodFest, and it was right here. So figure that. But when I saw Ronell was there, I said, I got to go because I see what the what the brother's doing. Um, you know, business in bourbon was just starting. You know, he was just starting and and it was starting to hit the media and, and, and all the posts. And I said, I just got to sit down with him. And he gave me an hour and we sat down. And I tell you what, um, you know, there was a lot of pointed things like, you know, what do you want to do? And I was like, uh, <laughs> but after the conversation, you know, you, you have leaders like, like Ronell that he wears the t-shirt, but it's real. He is a walking business everywhere he goes. He's a walking business. And that's what gravitated me to him. You talked about influence right now. And you know, that's the type of thing that, uh, folks don't realize in leadership. It it doesn't have to be an influence like you stand in front of. People just need to gravitate to you. They have to gravitate to you because of your qualities. They have to gravitate to you because of your authenticity. They have to gravitate to you because they feel that by being in your presence and communicating with you, they're going to be that much better. And that is what true leadership is. I love how it, you know, it, it's real for both of us because I actually got to experience that. Now, entrepreneurship is not an easy thing, brother. Yeah. I, I see your videos sometimes. I'm like, yeah, I know about that. So why shouldn't we run to entrepreneurship blindly? Because it, it, there, there are some pitfalls. Well, you, you, you touched on a, on a, few things that I want to unpack that I think will also tie into this entrepreneurship thing. Um, you may mention back up to your example and dealing with, um, uh, dealing with your report too. And, um, and the empathy that you showed and in, in your leadership, one of the things I want, I want to add, let's go back to what I said about consistency. So you can show empathy and then you can still be consistent. In fact, you need to be consistent in discipline. You got to be, that's accountability, right? So like, while um, you empathized with, you know, with the gentleman that reported to, to you and you put a plan in place. Now, once you put that plan in place, you have to be accountable to them. And accountability to them means that you have to be prepared to make the tough decision and do what you say you're going to do if they don't do what they're supposed to do, right? When we talk about accountability, a lot of people talk about accountability. I talk about accountability a lot, but from a different vantage point because people usually look at it from a bottom up, right? My report twos are accountable to us or accountable to the organization. No, you as the leader are accountable to them. And part of being accountable to them means holding them, holding their feet to the fire when it's uncomfortable. 
It's uncomfortable. It sucks, but that's part of leadership and they will respect you for it. Listen, I've been in situations where when I came into an environment to lead people, they didn't love me at first, but they respected me. Respect is more important than love. They will love you long-term when they respect you. Now, I've seen the reverse. I recently did a blog post on our website about my first um, sales leadership position at 22. And I stepped into a role leading a sales team that was led by someone that was much that was much older than me and 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 very well thought of like the people that reported to him loved him because he was an, a, a very emotional leader and he was in they were in his lives and, and 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 he was in their lives however they didn't respect him because if they respected him they would have been successful they didn't they weren't successful because he didn't have any accountability there was no culture of accountability but they loved him so when I came in and created this culture of accountability and, and was disciplined and, um, and, and outworked them, well, they respected me. They respected me and then they performed. And over time, they learned to love me because people are always going to love people that make them successful and help them be the best version of, of, the, of themselves. So that's something that I didn't want to get lost. And I hope that's something you guys can take from Enrique's example and my example combine those two and and that's a, a real uh key to being successful in leadership next thing you mentioned business and bourbon and when we uh when we met up together in, in 2020 and one of the things that you said and it's going to tie into your entrepreneurship question you said um you know business and bourbon was just was just getting started and i'm a stickler for words <laughs> Uh, and here's the thing, guys. We started business and bourbon. Uh, business and bourbon became a thing. What is it's 22 now? Four and a half years ago. Four and a half years ago. This ties into another post that I did a couple of, I think it was a, a week or two ago. And it, to be successful as an entrepreneur, to be successful in business, again, we're going to go back to consistency. Consistency is key. Consistency, discipline, showing up. Um, putting, putting in the work. And when you achieve a level of success, people are going to say, wow, you came out of nowhere or wow, this thing just happened. Or like, but the reality is, is that there are no overnight successes. There is time that's built in and you you have to be prepared to put in the time. And um, anyone that is saying to you or showing you or anything that you're perceiving to be an overnight success just isn't true. It just isn't. Now, now, hey, can you win the lottery? Sure, you can win the lottery. No, no doubt. Like, I think there's a one in 300 million chance that if I go buy a ticket right now, the quick trip, uh, you know, mile from my house, I'm, I'm going to win, you know, $30 million. But that's a one in 300 million chance. My odds aren't very good. Your odds are very similar in becoming an overnight success. So no one out there that you're seeing or even that that is our, that is giving you the perception or or outright telling you they're overnight success they're not overnight success it takes a it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of a lot of work and it takes just consistency showing up every day when people aren't looking that's how you're going to be successful in entrepreneurship and that's how we've been able to build this business and bourbon brand today to where 
people, you know, in the in technology and in, in telecom, we we have we've got a, a pretty substantial brand at this point, and and people um, people know us and think that we just you know came out of nowhere, but we didn't. There's four years of work put into it. Well, you know, it it was uh, two years prior, um, and and I love that you you mentioned overnight success. Obviously, uh, blood, sweat, and tears, right, go into business ventures, and folks only see the light, you know. And so, just to clarify, that's when I saw it, <laughs> right? That's when I saw it, and I started seeing things uh, from your end on on LinkedIn and the events and, 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 uh, and so, yes, there is no such thing as overnight success. I think I wrote a post one time, you know, so in, in, in kind of the words of a, you know, I'm a 50 year old overnight success, right? That 50 years to the man that you see today is what it took mm -hmm. to get where I am. And so, you know, I, yes, uh, I acknowledge that, uh, you know, so, you know, you, you, I had um, mentioned going into entrepreneurship blindly because some people think and they see these posts and they see these videos and, oh, yeah. my goodness, this guy just posted a video and it's at, a, a, you know, a million and five million. And, oh, I could do that, too. And don't realize that this dude's been doing this for a long time. It was just that one. You know, that one, you know, one <laughs> 300 million chance, that one ticket that he got and and um, over a million people bought it, you know, mm -hmm. over a million people viewed it, probably didn't buy anything, trying to make any money off of anything. It's it's ego. Right. Um, you're you're really you're you're popping into some stuff that I'm pretty passionate about talking about. And and that is. You know, I have this term that that we trademarked and it's called entrepreneur porn, right? And entrepreneur porn, this is all the stuff that you're talking about. Entrepreneur porn is whatever you see in popular media or whatever you see in social media or whatever that oversimplifies and romanticizes entrepreneurship. It makes it look easy. It makes it look like this is something that you should do. Like it's fun. Well, no, no, it isn't. And here's where most people get it twisted. They don't understand what success really is. They don't understand what success to them is. And so they get seduced. They think that it's a car. They think that it's some money. They think that it's some houses. And, and for most of us, it isn't. And entrepreneurial success is none of those things. It's none of those things. You know what it is, Enrique? It's freedom. Why am I an entrepreneur? Why am I an entrepreneur at the end of the day? It's because I get to do what I want to do when I want to do it, right? That's what my father, that's the gift that my father gave me. And he knew that. See, we're both hard-headed guys. We don't like people telling us what to do. And so he probably knew, hey, look, this kid, this kid is absolutely, he's like me. He's not going to work well in an environment where there's a boss telling him what to do and how to do it. So he's got to be able to have the freedom to create his own destiny. And that's what entrepreneurship has done for me. And that's what true entrepreneurial success is. Because ladies and gentlemen, if you are venturing into entrepreneurship and you're one um, uh, um, objective or you, your one success factor is, hey, look, how much money you made. 
oh, you're going to fail. <laughs> and you and 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 you and you are going to you're going to crash and burn because of most of you will not make the money that you think that you're going to make the vast majority of you not even close and for those of you that will make the money it's going to take a lot of time to get it you know i've often told people that i that i coach and consult that you know you're going to take there's two years, prepare for two years and not making anything. Are you okay with not making any money for two years? Because what, in my experience in my businesses that I've run after that two-year point is where you start to turn the corner, start turning the corner and okay, now maybe I can, pay, I can start paying myself something. I'm not buying Lambos and Ferraris yet. I'm just like, I, could, I got a mortgage payment. <laughs> I'm paying my mortgage now, right? It takes time. And so you have to really understand what success really is for you in order to be able to invest that time. And again, entrepreneurship, now money is great and money, we all want money and we all want nice things, but you got to understand that true successful entrepreneurship is freedom. It's being able to, to call your own shots. It's being able to be there for your, for the, your, your friends and family and loved ones on your term not having to call your boss say boss hey can can i uh can i have get off an hour early so i can go to my kids dance recital nope you go to your kids dance recital and then you go take care of your business your entrepreneurship uh your your business that's what it's about if that is what your focus is if, if that is what success is to you then you got a good chance of making it because your priorities are straight but if what success is to you is hey i got to make X amount of money, I got to make this money. Like now, you're probably going to fail. It, it just is what it is because it's going to take a lot of, it's going to take a long time to get there and you're going to fail a lot on the way there. And for most people, that financial part, it's, it, they can't recover from it. Just the, the mental component. I'm not talking about the actual money in your bank account. I'm talking about the mental component of not making the money that you want and think that, that you should make when you think that you should make it. Uh, you, you touch up on a lot of things that I could kind of put into this next question I want to ask you because people don't truly calculate what entrepreneurship demands of you. You know, most people understand there's just a lot of time and most people understand that it's probably a lot of self-investment, you know, you're going to have to put up some, unless you got a great band of friends that are really going to throw money at you. There's, you know, there's a couple of things that people understand, but what does entrepreneurship being in it for so long, what does it truly demand of you? So I can only speak from my personal experience and, and share my truth. And I'm always clear in that I share my truth. I don't speak for anyone else but me. It is all consuming. <laughs> Again, it is all consuming. It consumes me every day. Here's what my week looks like. Monday through Friday, I'm on the grind. Like all of you guys, I'm on the grind. Evenings, I think about business. I'm thinking about what's going on. Think about what I have. Every day, I feel like there's something unfinished because there is. Saturday, I'm still thinking about it. 
and I'll work Saturday. I'll work Saturday mornings. I try to cut that short, but that is a time when I, there's no distractions, right? I don't have meetings. I don't have new emails. I don't have, so I can get like quality work. I call it Saturday work. So a couple of hours uh, on a Saturday morning, it's great for getting that quality work done. But my brain never shuts off. I'm always thinking about it all day. I'm thinking about things that need to be done. I'm thinking about what I, what I'm thinking about what we accomplished, what we didn't accomplish, what I need to accomplish. And then Sunday, I have clarity. <laughs> this is the routine. Sunday is like, that's the day where like, I get to exhale for a minute. I never shut off. But now it's like Monday through Friday, I'm grinding, 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 grinding. I'm in the battle. And excuse me for, for, for using a, a, you know, a, a military scenario because, you know, it's just business. It ain't that serious. But you, when you are in the battle and you're making decisions in the battle, your synapses are firing. You've got to make quick. You got to make decisions now. I've got this. I got to do this. I got to go in this direction. I got to, you got to be very decisive. So when you're in it, it's intense. And then Friday or Saturday, it's still intense. I'm decompressing, but I'm still in it because I've been in it for the previous five days. So Sunday is when I finally get my moments of clarity to where I can actually make smart, informed decisions. But I'm still working. So Sunday will be the day when I can sit and think about strategic stuff, things that I need to tell my team. Think so my team will get, they'll get emails and stuff on Sunday because that's the time when I finally have clarity because my brain started to to just relax a bit so that's what it's like for me that's a week and and um it takes a toll okay it takes a toll what i do and 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 give you guys a little more understanding and back background on me um i i am a fitness enthusiast i have I have trained, I have worked out since I was 19 years old and never stopped. And I have to do it. Understand that what I just explained to you guys is my week and I'm not special. I'm just a guy. Lots of people do what I do. The difference is, is that I really understand what this does to you. I've been doing it for a long time. I know what it does to you. I know what it does to your brain. I know what it does to your body. And so I am very intentional about fixing the damage that I do to myself. This is no different than if you were uh, an athlete. If you're a football player, you're playing in the NFL, and you got, got, you got guys at 40 years old right now that are walking around uh, with, with canes and um, their cognitive abilities have, have diminished and and that's because of the beating that they took out there playing professional sports. This is no different. Your brain, your body, it takes a beating. And so if you want to be successful in life, not just business, in life, you have to do something about it. And let me tell you something. The, 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 the super rich, oh, they're doing it. They're really, look, at they've been doing it forever. You look, look at the routines of folks like, like uh, Richard Branson and, 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 and Bezos. Look at the things they do. Look how much they invest in the self-care. They do all those things so they can perform at a high level. So 
what I do is, you know, I, again, physical fitness, mental health. If I, if I walk y'all over there right now, for those of you that are on, can see the camera, I have a regimen every day. I, I have probably, I, I'm, I'm 45. I have no medications, okay? Most people in my position, most people that have done what I've done and do what I do, yeah, they're in high blood, uh, high blood um, meds. They're on other stuff. Um, I'm on no medication, but I'm gonna tell you what: I have about twelve supplements that I take every day. <laughs> so I have a supplement routine, um, and these are things that not like experimental, you know, hokey hokey pokey stuff. This is all like scientific scientifically proven stuff so we're talking omegas we're talking uh, uh um mcts we're talking um um take a whole bunch of stuff multivitamins these are things that help me to perform at the highest level that i can and help me to combat the damage that i do on a weekly basis and that i've done in the past so um collagen peptides a lot of a lot of stuff so my advice to anyone getting into this or in it, you got to take care of that stuff. You got to take care of your body. You got to take care of your mental and, and, and physical fitness because they're, they are tied and best believe that if you don't, Oh, you're going to pay for it. Just like that guy that, that played in the NFL with reckless abandon. And now he he's, he can't, he's had knees and hips and everything else replaced and he can barely walk at 40 years old. What happens to us in business is we have strokes, we have heart attacks. That's real. I know, I know plenty of successful people that have had strokes in their 40s and some before that and heart attacks. And so th this is what happens. And then there's the other part. Man, Enrique, you didn't want, you, you shouldn't have asked me, man, because I'm, I'm getting too real with people. The other part is your relationships. Your relationships, you have to be able to manage that too. Like it takes superpowers to be a successful entrepreneur and by successful i'm not talking about your bank account i'm talking about your life because you got to balance all of that you got to be there for your people you got to be there for your, your 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 spouse for your kids for your loved ones in the best way that you can you have to be present think about that i just told y'all what my grind is like and i still have to be present i have to fig find ways to be present not to just be there and I learned this lesson early on in, in my family um, in entrepreneurship career. This is like 17 years ago, 16, 17 years ago, something like that. And I'm sitting in my family room with my wife and little babies. And, and she says to me, you're not here. <laughs> And I had no clue what she what she's talking about. What do you mean? What do you listen? I'm right here. She's she's like, you're here, but when you're here, you're not here. I'm like, and I was actually offended. I'm like, yo, I'm you know what I'm doing? Like, I'm out here trying to make, I'm trying to make the world a better place for you guys. I'm trying to make things happen. I'm doing it. And you're telling me this that I'm not here when I'm literally sitting right here. And so I had to humble myself and I had to listen. And what she was saying is that I wasn't present. Now that's a common term that we use. 17 years ago, we didn't use that term very much, like being present. And I learned from that. I'm like, man, yo, 
when I have to be present for them, for the people that you that I love and care about. And that's a, that's a cost. That's something entrepreneurship can cost you because as I made mention of people like Richard Branson and their, their self-care routine, uh, think about the some of the collateral damage that gets left behind for folks like that. Look deeply at their lives. And again, going back to what I originally said, you got to understand what success is to you. What success is and successful life not just money, because if you look at a lot of these folks that you idolize today and you put their quotes up on your social media and and you got pictures of them on the wall and they've got two, three, four ex-spouses, they got kids that don't talk to them. Is that success? Not for me. So I found a way to make sure that my family was always the priority. My kids always the priority. So even in that grind, shit, I'll drop it in a hot second. My kids need me to be, to be, to be there. Oh, I'm there. I'm there for every. So going back to what success is for me in entrepreneurship, it's freedom. I've coached my, I coached my kids for over a decade in sports. I was there for everything, every crappy um, concert <laughs> in elementary school. Y'all know those choir concerts. You know what I'm talking about. I was there for everyone to hear my kid and your kid sing off key. So that's what success is in my humble opinion and my truth for entrepreneurship. And if that's what you're after, go do it. Outstanding. You, you talked about the things that I was thinking of because we often see that long list of spouses or that, that, absent child because they don't want to be there with that person. Uh, and they've made monetary gain, but they've made also some great losses and usually in relationships. So I'm glad that you brought that up um, because it truly demands, you know, when you say all it consumes you folks, if, if you are looking down the barrel of entrepreneurship, understand that it's a loaded weapon, right? It's a loaded weapon. It, it, it has, if you, if you're not careful, it has some names on a casualty list. You have not calculated yet. <laughs> it's just one of those things that, that happens if you're not careful. And so you so eloquently, uh, um, mentioned all the things that I thought you would. And, there are people out there saying, man, you know, Ronnell's got some key points here. I want to talk to Ronnell just like Enrique did. <laughs> but, um, you know, you mentioned, and, and I had said this before, I took this off of your profile. You are a partnership. You are a partner. You, you, you partner with people to bring them through this journey where they could, you know, uh, negate some of these these issues that we're talking about and get get there uh, safer and get there sooner so where can they go to find Ronnell and 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 get into this partnership with you in entrepreneurship yeah so i would say i would anyone that's that's interested in being part of what it is that i do and what we do as a community you want to go to business and bourbon dot live and become a member um it's about business it's about business. It's about connecting. It's about helping people to do better business through education, inspiration, and motivation. That's what we're about. So um, it's not for those of you that that 
enjoy whiskey, great. For those of you that don't, great. Like it is not about the whiskey. That's that's the secret. <laughs> it's it's about the business. And so we bring people together, um, and and help people again to to do better business. So if you go there, become a member. Um, as far as working with with me personally, at, at this point, I don't do. Um, I have a few clients, uh, long term clients that we work with on a retainer basis and help them with their companies, um, but I'm not really taking on any new. Um, clients in that respect. Um, but I, I'm always there to serve my community. So if you have, if you're challenged with some things, you can go to the Business of Bourbon website and you can book my time. You can book, I just don't do long-term engagements. We do it on demand now. So it's more, so you can book an hour of my time if you like. And and um, before that, you'll send me some of your challenges and then we'll, we'll talk about it. And I can give you my my two cents. And that's something that if you want some one-on-one, we do that. Again, you can book that. Um, there, there's a there's obviously a fee for that. Um, but then you know, becoming part of the of our community, you're gonna you're gonna get um, tips and tricks and direction from myself and other community members for free as well. So. Uh, I, I found that for me, being successful in entrepreneurship and being successful in business is largely about who you surround yourself with and who are who, who are part of your network and community. So, if you want to build your, build your community and network around people that are positive, that are there for the right reasons, and um, want to invest, then become a member. Go to businessandbourbon.live and join us. Outstanding. And so we're going to have that as part of the video and show notes. I remember uh, my mom telling me, tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. <laughs> she yeah. used to say that, uh, and you know, it, it really does, um, matter. It matters folks who you surround yourself with. You will not be disappointed by becoming a member and uh, following in and participating with Brownell and his team. Uh, and I'll make sure that all your information is in the show notes so they can actually reach out and have that ready. You know, if you've enjoyed this episode, folks, and you learned something interesting about the topic covered today, make sure to subscribe and let us know by leaving a comment on YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter right now. And as always, we're looking for new ideas and guests that we can add to our show. So if you know someone or have a topic that you would like for me to feature on the podcast, just send me that by emailing me at triadleadershipsolutions at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to get you that. Ronnell, it has been a great joy to share this time with you, brother. Good to see you again. It's been two years, but I am looking forward to the day that we can once again break bread, maybe be in your presence at one of these functions with business and bourbon. It would be my great desire. Uh, but thank you once again for sharing your entrepreneurship advice and thoughts with our listening audience today. Hey, Enrique, thank you again for the, for the invitation, man. And it, it was, it was great to chop it up. I hope that, that those of you that are listening and viewing got some value out of it. And uh, I, I look forward to that as well for us to get together. We'll be in Tampa this year, which is not that far from you here in the next uh, few months doing a, a show. So I hope to see you out there. Outstanding. Well, I'll be sure to make it this time. So, folks, be sure to tune in next week as we 
have another episode where we dissect leadership from another angle. And as we like to end this show, success to you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Triad Leadership Solutions and on Twitter at TLS underscore FL. Thanks again. I'll see you next week and success to you.